In the morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ, how are you today? It's a very winter Monday morning in Bemidji, Minnesota today. The skies are overcast, the ground is covered in snow, and the pedestrians have mysteriously disappeared for the season. But don't let that get you down. Even as the seasons change, we are blessed to know that God does not. We are reassured through the words, right from Jesus' mouth, as recorded in Matthew chapter 24, verse 35. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Not coincidentally, this is the topic Pastor Cowie will ponder in today's meditation from St. John in Woodlake, Minnesota. I'd palaver with you on this topic a bit more, but that would ruin all the fun of listening to a well-crafted sermon being unwrapped carefully. Before we move on to today's meditation, let me take a quick moment to urge you to share this podcast with your friends, with your co-workers, with someone you randomly started talking to at the store. I am very careful to never have an episode that doesn't talk about God's grace. The words of salvation for all people. If you're listening to this podcast and have been for a while, I'm guessing that you feel as I do, that we want all people to be saved and spend forever with Jesus around the throne of the eternal King. If you think the podcast stinks, that's okay too. Don't pass it along. But tell someone today of Jesus and his love. It's the only thing that matters in this life. The only thing that will remain after all things temporal are wiped away at the last day. So now, on to today's meditation and the great hope that it speaks of. Grace and peace to you from God the Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. It has to be one of the most horrific and unnerving experiences to try to stand as the ground beneath your feet begins to shift and to move as, as, as in an earthquake or to try to stand up and feel the whole world, the room spinning around you in circles, trying to, trying to remain standing while you're experiencing a bout of, of severe vertigo, being lightheaded or dizzy. I, I don't know which is worse. Trying to do that, trying to, to stand or walk on, on unstable ground or as the things are actually spinning around. Or... To know that you're standing on solid ground, but having that feeling as if the whole world around you is spinning. It makes it very difficult to, to stand or to be able to stand and relax. The enemies or the events that Jesus describes in our gospel for today, which will take place before he returns in all his glory, are real. The heavenly bodies, the sun, the moon, and the stars will really be shaking and its effects will be felt on the earth in the roaring waves of the sea. Actual earthquakes, actual wars, and rumors of wars. The sum of all of it seems to be that, that everything in this world that once was stable, reliable, and regular will become upset 
and disrupted. Everything from top to bottom of life as we know it will be disrupted. And the reaction, Jesus tells, he uses a number of words, words like anguish, which is defined as a state of distress that involves a high degree of anxiety and perplexity to be confused and anxious, to be at a loss for what is happening and what is going to happen. Fainting, passing out, out of breath, fainting from terror, pure fear. Fear and foreboding, apprehension, fear of what is, what's going to come next, and expecting the worst. In short, when these things happen, Jesus says people will be freaking out. Losing their heads. And then, finally, the Lord himself, the Son of Man, our Lord Jesus himself, will return, will come on a cloud in the same way that his disciples go into heaven, so he will return, no longer hidden, but for every eye to see him. And no longer in humility, not as a baby, not on a donkey, but in power and great glory. And so, according to what Jesus says, Jesus' second coming, his advent, is a bit of a process. It starts with signs, and it ends with Jesus' appearance. Is there any one of us who thinks that these signs have not started? And is not the world's reaction to these signs exactly what Jesus has described? Tell me, if there's any nation on earth, any community, any house, or any human heart that has not been plagued by anxiety, fear, and stress, is there anyone who still thinks that life will probably be better, will be easier for our children than it is for us. Anyone who does not fear the worst. And who among you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you? There is all of this anxiety, stress, terror, in it. In reaction to what? Disruption? Change? War? Weather? Disease? Violence? Death? What else? Because it seems, it, it seems nothing is certain anymore. Nothing lasts. It is as though the ground is moving beneath our feet and the world in which we live is spinning out of control. And who knows what is to come next? So, dear Christian, Jesus is talking to you. 
And he's not talking about some future doomsday or apocalyptic event. But today. For he says, when you see these things begin. And he says, stand up and lift up your heads. But how can you? On what ground? When the ground is shaking and the world is spinning. He says on this, stand up, lift up your heads, for your redemption is drawing near. Redemption from what? Well, essentially, it's everything of which you are afraid. Even from everything that you should have been afraid of but didn't even know. You are to be redeemed, bought back, released, freed from everything that would have harmed you. From every suffering and tribulation that you would have experienced. From every attack and temptation of the devil. From every incitement and persecution from the world, from sin, which continues to cling to your flesh in this body of death. From every sorrow, and even, which is the greatest, even from the powerful grip of death. This redemption from all of this is, Jesus says, drawing near. When you see the signs. But still you might ask, how can, how can we stand? How can you actually stand with everything going on around us? Jesus tells you a parable that I think you might understand. He says, when you see the signs coming, like, like a tree leafing into blue, blue, budding into leaf, you know that summer's coming. Though it isn't here yet. You know this. That just because you see a robin in the spring or just because the tulips come up doesn't mean that it's not going to still snow. It probably will. But summer is coming. Just as surely. Jesus says your redemption is drawing near. And these signs... All of these disruptions and changes and sources of all your anxiety. By Jesus' word, these are sure, sworn, I tell you the truth, proofs to you that he's coming soon. And then, everything. Everything, Jesus says, heaven and earth, all the stuff that was once stable, unchanging and reliable, but is now changing and unreliable and fear and anxiety inducing, all of it. All of that will pass away. Even, he says, this generation, will, which will continue until then, this, this wicked and unbelieving generation of those who put their trust in this world and its life and all the things that they think are stable here. Heaven and earth shall pass away, he says. But my words will never pass away. In the end, the only thing left standing 
will be the words of Jesus and you to whom and for whom he speaks. Only the words of our Lord remain, stand forever. Verbum domini monet in aeternum. And that, which is the only thing that stands forever, that is the only thing that allows you to stand tall, to stand secure, to stand confident in these last days when everything else is spinning out of control and shifting like sand. The only thing that you can stand on now are the words of Jesus. It was, after all, Jesus' words. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing and teaching them that caused you to be baptized. Swirling winds of change may, may lead you, may lead everyone else to question your identity. But Jesus' word stands. He says, you are mine forever. And it was Jesus' words, if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. That leads you, that compels you, that, that emboldens you to confess your sins freely and to hear with your own words those blessed words, I forgive you. Make no mistake, those are Jesus' words. And they will stand forever. Even against the troubling voice of your conscience, even against the accusations of the devil himself, they will not stand, but Jesus' words will. It is Jesus' word, this is my body, this is my blood, that has caused us, his Christians, to gather once again on the Lord's day that we who believe his word, that we might receive him in his body and blood. So that in this world of chaos, here, in the words of Jesus, we have something. We have, in fact, the only thing that lasts forever. It's a very good reason that we here in church, that, that we stand to read the, the gospel, the words of Jesus. Because in a world of instability, it is the only thing that allows us to stand. But Jesus also tells us in these last days to be careful, to watch out. Lest we would fall back again with the world in its obsession with everything that promises happiness, success, progress, stability, security, and safety. It will tempt us to think our security is in money or education or you name it. But all of that is still passing away. Watch out, Jesus says, that it doesn't weigh you down. When you have something firm, something that lasts, you don't go out seeking those things that do not. 
drunkenness, dissipation, the anxieties of life, Jesus refers to. They threaten to pull your head down, to take your attention, your hearing, and your seeing away from the words of Jesus. Having the effect of just spinning you around, shaking you up, and pulling the promises of God out from under your feet. Stay awake, watch, and pray. It's no surprise, I think, that in the human body, the ability to stand up straight, the ability to balance yourself, that function is located in the ear. Your ability to stand to stand as a Christian, to stand now in these last days when standing is hard and at the last when you are called to stand before the judge comes only from the one thing that will never pass away and never be shaken. The words of your Jesus. And your dear Lord has placed his words into your ears to secure the ground under your feet, to stop the spinning, to stop the chaos and the fear, and to give you hope, confidence, stability, joy, now and forever. Amen. I sincerely pray that today's meditation on God's Word has enriched you. Didn't get enough of God's Word? Are you missing out on that in-person fellowship? We hold divine services right here in Bemidji, Minnesota at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Sunday school and adult Bible study is also offered between our Sunday services at 9.15 a.m. We also live stream our Sunday divine service at 8 a.m. You can ensure that you are notified when a stream is live or a new podcast is available by subscribing to our YouTube channel. It's easy to find by typing in St. Mark Bemidji in the search bar and clicking on the subscribe button. Want to listen to meditations the way I do every day? Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Go to podcastindex.org and search for St. Mark Bemidji to find us. This is our fifth year producing this podcast and there is a large archive of devotional material online available if you want to learn more about God and His Word. Visit www.stmarksbemidji.org or look in the show notes in this podcast for a link to this and many other meditations on God. If you have any questions or you would like more information about our church and its ministry, please visit our website, which is once again www.stmarksbemidji.org. May God bless the rest of your day.